This week's featured wedding planning workshop is designed to focus on the very most important part of your entire wedding day. Yes, you guessed it, your wedding ceremony. Sadly, lots of couples push the ceremony logistics to the very bottom of their wedding planning to-do list, and as a result, this essential part of your wedding misses getting the full attention and creativity that it truly deserves. Tune in for a start-to-finish guide to infusing your wedding ceremony with deep meaning and your unique personalities. That's all coming up next on The Wedding Planning Podcast. Hey there, it's Kara, and the goal of our time here together on the Wedding Planning Podcast is pretty simple. I want you to have all the resources and the confidence to plan the wedding you want, minus the crushing stress, expense, and overwhelm that's felt by so many engaged couples. If you're newly engaged and looking to kick off the new year with a fresh start on your wedding plans, then you'll definitely want to check out my totally free engagement starter kit. I've packaged up a three-part bonus audio series that's designed to unlock the essential keys to a down-to-earth, stress-free, and joyful wedding planning experience. All you need to do for instant access right now is type this address into your web browser. It's allnew.wedding. Enter your name and email address and episode one of the Engagement Starter Kit bonus series will be on the way. That website one more time is allnew.wedding. Enjoy the show. Why, hello there, and welcome to today's episode of the Wedding Planning Podcast, all about your wedding ceremony. We have a lot to cover today, and I can't wait to share it with you. And quickly before we dive in, I just want to say thank you for including me in your wedding plans and in your engagement. I know this is an incredibly special time in your lives, and I want you to know that it's a huge honor that you have included me in such a special time. So thank you very much for being here. Let's dive into today's bonus wedding planning workshop and let's talk about some zero stress, zero guesswork ways to design an unforgettable wedding ceremony. Now, of course, your ceremony when you actually become married is the most critical and most meaningful, important part of your entire wedding celebration. And I have seen all too often with so many couples that in the midst of wedding planning chaos that happens from the day you get engaged for months until the wedding day, the ceremony can get pushed to the very end and this really critical part of your celebration can miss getting the full attention and creativity that it deserves. So I would highly recommend, even if you're early on in your engagement, that you start thinking about your actual wedding ceremony really early on and don't let this become a last minute item on your wedding planning to-do list. Your wedding ceremony is literally the entire reason why you're having a wedding in the first place. And today in this episode, we're going to cover a lot, including the ceremony flow of events. And I have all the traditional things plus some offbeat ideas for you to personalize it. We're also going to touch on finding your officiant 
We're going to talk about writing your wedding vows, whether you choose to write them yourself or go totally traditional. We've got some options for both. And finally, we're going to touch on some really unique ways that you can incorporate meaning and personality into your wedding ceremony. Now, a well-crafted ceremony will perfectly express your relationship as a couple. It should communicate and make your guests understand exactly why they are there at your wedding to bless your union, and the ceremony can address your past, your present, and your future as a couple. So we can be serious, we can be lighthearted, traditional, or a mix of all three. Your ceremony definitely does not have to follow any script, and you are 1000% free to personalize this portion of your day in any way that you'd like. So to start today's meeting, let's talk about the flow of events for your ceremony. Now, this is meant to be a very general overview of a traditional ceremony flow. So please use your imagination in creating a ceremony that expresses your personalities and your unique relationship. So this conversation on the typical flow of events is to be used as a guideline, or you can completely go off the beaten path and create your own from start to finish, or of course, a mix of the two. Traditionally, a wedding ceremony opens with the processional, which is when the couple and their wedding party enters the ceremony space. Typically, the couple will come out separately, escorted by a parent or a loved one. I get a ton of questions about who should walk me down the aisle in terms of our blended families and unique relationships with our family members. That looks very different from couple to couple. So the traditional model is that the bride is escorted down by her father, the groom escorted down by his mother, but again, any variation of that that works for you and your relationships is perfectly fine. There is no right or wrong answer for who should walk you down the aisle. And closing point on that, it definitely doesn't need to be just one person. So for example, if your father and your stepfather have played equally meaningful roles throughout your life and throughout your growing up, then in my book, it is perfectly acceptable to have both of them walk you down the aisle. And then last thing I'll mention here, because this is a point that comes up so much, if you are torn between who should do this honor, or you're maybe just thinking, I would rather walk down by myself, that's fine too. Nobody has to escort you down. So for the processional, who walks who down the aisle and in what order, that's all an entirely personal decision and there's absolutely no right or wrong way of doing it. After the processional, when everyone is in their places, an officiant or a celebrant, as this is sometimes called, will narrate the flow of ceremony events and this can include readings, various traditional displays of unity or commitment, and then an exchange of your vows and rings. After that's all over, the officiant will sanction your marriage by saying some variation of, I now pronounce you married, followed by your first kiss. And then finally, to wrap this all up, in a traditional ceremony flow, the recessional is where everyone files out and then heads off to celebrate at a reception. 
At some point, you and your partner will sign your marriage licenses with your officiant and witnesses of your choosing. Traditionally, this would be your maid of honor and your best man roles. But again, we have men of honor, we have best maids, we have all variations of these roles. So in the spirit of creativity, again, the witnesses to your signing your marriage license can be anyone you choose. Another really important element of your wedding ceremony is the music. Now, whether you go all out and hire a live string quartet or you stick with pre-recorded tunes playing from speakers, your ceremony intro and outro is a fantastic opportunity to set the stage for the journey that your guests are about to embark on with you throughout your entire wedding celebration. So think very carefully about the mood that you want to set as your ceremony opens. This could be very traditional. Everyone can hum the wedding processional tune in your head that's very traditional. It can be upbeat. It can be romantic and soft. It can be a modern song. And just reflect the mood that you want to create with that opening music selection. I really, really like using acoustic versions of your favorite songs and artists. Another variation that's really fun is to use a live version of a song that you love that maybe is slightly different than the recorded version that everyone might be used to. And whatever way you choose, I love picking a song or some songs that are really meaningful to you as a couple. Even if that looks like a song that is nowhere near a traditional wedding song, that's totally fine. So if you dance to Journey at the bar the first night you met, then find a fun acoustic rendition of that song and then explain the connection within your ceremony that you have to that song. Small touches like this are what make your ceremony uniquely you, and these are the things that your guests will connect with and remember. And of course, we can't have a conversation about your wedding ceremony without talking about your officiant. Your officiant is also often called a celebrant, and this is the person who performs the actual wedding or marriage ceremony. Now, if you're getting married very traditional in a church, This is likely going to be your pastor, your priest, reverend, or any other designated church official. If you are not getting married in a church, you have the option of hiring a professional officiant, or you can give this honor to a close friend or family member. This is a central piece of your wedding ceremony, and it's a really special way of honoring someone who has been really, really central in your lives. Now, officiants of the professional variety. They come in all different styles. And if you do choose to hire someone, then choosing someone who is compatible with you and your wedding day vision is absolutely critical. Coming up after a quick break, we're going to do a deep dive into creating your wedding vows. And we're also going to cover some additional ways to infuse personality into your wedding ceremony. I'll be back in just a minute. 
Minted Weddings offers you incredible prices on freshly sourced stationery designs from independent artists for everything from your save the date announcements to invitations, matching wedding websites, programs, seating charts, and beyond. Enjoy a complimentary 30-minute stationary design consultation to help you find the perfect style for your unique wedding celebration. You can also try out their free monogram maker, which is so fun and so easy. You simply plug in your first names, your wedding date, and choose from dozens of fun designs and custom colors. I recommend Minted to all of my friends and family because not only are their gorgeous designs incredibly affordable, most importantly, they offer a flawless and luxurious end product. I use Minted every year for our family's holiday cards, and I also love their wide selection of unique stationery and personalized gifts. Wedding Planning Podcast listeners can view current promotions and special offers by visiting weddingplanningpodcast.co slash minted. That website one more time is weddingplanningpodcast.co slash minted. Susan's Travel Services is so excited to partner with you to plan your honeymoon, destination wedding, or maybe even your bachelor or bachelorette party. Travel and new experiences are incredibly special to me personally, and earlier this year, Susan helped me plan an unforgettable bachelorette party for my sister Kate and five of our best friends. Her team meticulously researched the best all-inclusive options for us based on some very specific priorities, and we ended up at a luxurious resort in Los Cabos, Mexico, and needless to say, we had the time of our lives. Best of all, Susan has been in the business for 27 years, and let me tell you, she walks the walk. She personally travels to all of her recommended destinations all the time, so she has firsthand on-the-ground experience with all of the amazing resorts, excursions, and services that she recommends. From all-inclusive resorts in Mexico and the Caribbean, to overwater bungalows in the Maldives, or that African safari you've always dreamed of, save yourself hours of research and guesswork and let Susan and her team find you the best deals on this once-in-a-lifetime vacation. Reach out to Susan and her team today by emailing info at susanstravelservices.com and be sure to let her know that I sent you for $50 off your final booking or $100 off your destination wedding. That email again is info at susanstravelservices.com. All right, welcome back and thank you again for spending these few minutes with me this week. We have touched on the beginning parts of creating your wedding ceremony. So we touched in the first half of the show, we touched on the flow of events for your ceremony. We also talked about selecting really meaningful music that reflects you and your couple and briefly covered hiring your officiant or designating a loved one to be your officiant. And now in the second half of the show, we have so much more goodness to get to, starting with your wedding vows. Now, wedding vows are very simply put the promises that you make to one another during your wedding ceremony. 
very generally speaking, your wedding vows should make it clear why you're getting married and what it is you are committing to. You can start from scratch and completely write your own vows, or if you're looking for a little bit of a shortcut or a little help, you can take advantage of endless templates and outlines that are available online for writing your own vows. So when it comes to creating your vows, if writing and creative writing is not something that comes naturally to you, never fear. Writing your own vows does not have to feel like a completely impossible and intimidating task. Sitting down with a blank sheet of paper and spilling out your feelings is not always the easiest thing for everyone, but the good news is that there are plenty of templates that you can follow and really personalize by plugging in your specifics, and I will link to some examples of those in today's show notes so you can take a look at those when you have a hands-free moment. Now, if you're on board with this and you do want to write your own vows, let's go through a mini checklist of points that you and your partner can follow so that this project is a stress-free success. First of all, it is critical that you have a really candid conversation with your partner and the two of you get on the same page with this project. To pull off writing and reciting your own vows, you both need to be excited and willing to participate. Your wedding ceremony is going to come off really awkwardly to your guests if one of you writes vows in your own voice and the other uses an online template of very generic language. That's going to be clearly evident to everyone watching. The second thing that the two of you want to agree on is a general, not precise, but a general structure, length, and tone. So what I mean by this is, do you want your vows to be serious? Do you want them to be funny and include lots of inside jokes? Do you want the overall mood to be lighthearted? Take, a, take some time and really think about that because if one of you is speaking in a very serious way and the other one of you is telling jokes and making light of the situation, again, it's going to come off as very awkward and your guests are going to pick up on that immediately. And then equally important to the tone is the length. So if you are carrying on for eight minutes and your partner reads off something in 30 seconds, that's going to be a little bit odd. So really, really important here that you're on the same page. I don't want you being lighthearted and telling borderline inappropriate jokes about your future sex life and who's responsible for cleaning and doing the grocery shopping. And then your partner being completely 100% serious. It's going to create a very awkward dynamic and your guests are going to be cringing in their seats. And then my third recommendation for writing your own vows is to agree on a deadline so that no one is scrambling the morning of the wedding with that dreaded blank sheet of paper. Uh, make it a point to hold each other accountable to having your vows done and practiced, yes, done and practiced in the weeks before the wedding so that this doesn't become a last minute stress point for either of you. 
I have seen way too many couples shove off this task until the bitter end and staying up until three o'clock in the morning, agonizing the night before your wedding, trying to create your wedding vows is not going to serve anyone. And last point here on writing your own vows, there is no need to memorize word by word or read from a script, although you certainly can do that if it takes the pressure off and it makes you feel more comfortable. Uh, Your vows are going to come across as much more natural and meaningful if they're just spoken in your natural voice straight from your heart and expressing your heartfelt feelings. So this is why, again, it's really important to have your ideas written out and practiced and rehearsed in the weeks before, because it just takes the pressure off you as you get closer to your wedding day. If that's something that makes you sweat bullets, the thought of trying to memorize things, and you're going to forget something, and you'll be like a deer in the headlights during your ceremony during that moment, then by all means, jot down a few things on a piece of paper and have that out to read during the ceremony. That's totally fine if that makes you feel more comfortable. I have linked to a wonderful resource for creating your wedding vows from our friends at A Practical Wedding, and you can find the link to that guide in today's show notes. And you did it. After your vows, you'll likely have your first kiss. You'll be officially pronounced married. And then the recessional is where your wedding party and all your guests file out to go celebrate. And that brings us to some miscellaneous ceremony components. So we've run through all the basics and there are good news, lots of additional ways that you can incorporate a ton of meaning and unique personality into your wedding ceremony. So here are some of the ways that you can really customize this experience. And the first one is through readings. And when I think of traditional wedding ceremony readings, I think of Bible verses. Um, Maybe you have seen a number of creative things done here, but The point being, it does not need to be a verse from the Bible. Of course, if you're not getting married in a church and you're doing a totally non-religious ceremony, there are tons of things that you can plug into this slot. You could ask a close friend or a family member to read any poem that has a lot of meaning for you, a letter, maybe a letter to or from your partner throughout your relationship, or any other meaningful message that is meaningful to the two of you. The reading is a wonderful way to include your loved ones in your wedding ceremony, even though they might not be official members of the wedding party. I have couples ask all the time, we're having trouble choosing our wedding party and we feel badly for leaving someone out. How can we still include them in our wedding in a meaningful way? And having them be the designated person to share a reading during your ceremony is the perfect way of doing that. My husband, John, and I did a spin on this, and we asked our mom and dad, our parents both separately, to write letters to us um, discussing their reflections of marriage. Both of our parents 
well, as of as I'm recording this, my parents have been married for over 50 years. At our at the time we got married, it was 40-ish years. Um, so they have both, both sets of our parents have been married for a really long time. So we wanted them to share with us the things that they have learned throughout the course of their marriage. And then we had his brother and my sister, we had planned on having them read those letters out loud during our ceremony, kind of as a fill-in for the reading portion. And very long story that, I mean, it applies to the situation because this is what actually happened. Our officiant forgot to include that portion in our ceremony, which at the time was a letdown. It wasn't, it didn't like ruin the entire day or anything, but unfortunately he forgot to have that moment plugged into his script as he was going through the flow of events, as we shall say. And we ended up having those readings happen during our reception as everyone was seated for dinner. So it worked out fine in the end. Although again, I do wish it had happened during the ceremony as we intended, but that's an idea, just an idea. There are a million ways you can do uh, that reading during your ceremony. And of course, I'll mention it, you don't need to do any readings at all. Totally optional component, but a really nice way to personalize things. And then another component of your ceremony, if you want, you don't have to do any of this, but a popular component is some sort of unity celebration. So you might have seen this done with candles, with sand, water, wishing stones, dream catchers. There are countless really imaginative ways to celebrate the union of two people in a unique ceremony element. I have a fun blog post with lots of pictures of creative unity ceremony ideas, and you can find that by visiting weddingplanningpodcast.co slash unity. And I'll link to that in today's show notes as well. And I'll run through some of those creative ideas quickly here, just so you can hear, you know, an audio version. But again, if you want to see the photos of this, head over to wedpodcast.com slash unity. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to do my best first, my favorite, uh, planting a tree together. How cute is that? So this couple planted an actual tree during their ceremony and then they watered it together. So it's their unity tree. I think that's really, really sweet. Um, another one is layering earth from all the places you've been together and separately. So stones you've found, special shells, sea glass, sand dollars, anything that the two of you have collected from your travels, um, layering that in a glass jar together and then having it be a memento of your ceremony is really cute. Uh, Unity terrarium, which is the glass... um, It's like an aquarium, but with plants inside of it. So this couple in the photo on the blog post, they did this with succulents. They planted succulents together. Again, really sweet memento of your day. Uh, We have some Lego lovers who made a Unity Lego statue. Very cute. You could customize that with a ton of different colors. Um, layering sand is a very traditional one and you can use any color glitter whatever you like and go ahead and do the old-fashioned kind of traditional sand ceremony and 
a braiding ceremony. That's always a nice one. Okay, I'll do a couple more here. Oh, cute. This couple did a wedding peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You're the peanut butter to my jelly, and they slapped together the sandwich during their ceremony. And then last one is a unity tequila shot with all of your guests. Um, this idea came, well, it didn't come from them necessarily, but we have close family friends, Kate and Alan, and when they got married, uh, every guest took a shot of Patron. So that was very lighthearted, very non-traditional, and a very fun way to celebrate their ceremony and head into the reception. Okay, and then completely switching gears to a much more serious topic, which is how can we honor loved ones who have passed and can't physically be a part of our wedding celebration? Um, This is a really, really special way, again, to honor your loved ones and to put a touch point of meaning into your ceremony. And I love doing a reference to your loved ones who have passed away. Uh, This can be done as simply as marking empty seats with their name and a small flower. It could be a dedicated reading that is dedicated to that loved one. Or you can make a table full of messages and photos of you together that's honoring those who can't be there physically. Uh, Pinterest is a great resource for inspiration when it comes to these uh, kind of little off-the-wall quirky wedding elements. So if you try a search on Pinterest for honoring past loved ones at wedding, you'll come up with a ton of really, really creative ideas, some of which you never may have thought of before. And then same goes for the last thing we'll touch on is ceremony programs and ceremony signage. Unique ceremony programs are a fun touch. They are by no means necessary. So if you are scaling way back on stationary and printed goods, please do not feel like you have to have a printed wedding ceremony program totally optional. Um, Same goes with signage. So a sign that has your names on it. I mean, these can be really elaborate and really beautiful. And what comes with that a lot of times is a really hefty price tag. So you can, as with anything wedding related, you can spend as little or as much as you want on really elaborate wedding signage. If budget is a concern, then this can all be done very affordably on your own for little to no money. And of course, again, skip it altogether if it's something you don't even want to think about. For lots of ideas and inspiration in terms of programs, signs, ceremony archways, all of those beautiful extras, head over to goodoldtrustypinterest.com and try a search for creative wedding ceremony programs or DIY wedding signs or wedding archway, and you'll get a ton of ideas and a ton of really solid inspiration. Now that is what I would call a jam-packed show. 
And there you have it. That's everything I have that you will need to design an unforgettable, meaningful wedding ceremony. I want to mention at the end of today's show for my friends that hung out to the end, I have a little treat for you. I do have a voicemail box set up to collect your questions, any stories that you have about your wedding planning, any planning concerns that you have. I have a wide open mailbox that's waiting to hear from you. And you can be in touch and leave a voicemail for the show by visiting weddingplanningpodcast.co slash contact. If for whatever reason you do not want to have your voice featured, potentially featured, I should say, on an upcoming episode of the show, that's totally fine. Just let me know in your message and I will 100% respect that. I would, however, love, love, love to share your actual voices on upcoming episodes. So don't be shy. It doesn't need to be super rehearsed. Just jot your question down in a note and you can read the note on the voicemail. That's totally fine. Again, that website to be in touch is weddingplanningpodcast.co slash contact. Thank you so, so much as always for being here with me. And we will talk again next week, same time, same place. With an all new year ahead of us, I can't think of a better time to get a fresh start and completely clear perspective on your wedding day plans. That's why I've packaged up a three-part bonus audio series that's designed to unlock the essential keys to a down-to-earth, stress-free, and joyful wedding planning experience. For instant access to the Wedding Planning Podcast Engagement Starter Kit, simply head to allnew.com wedding. Enter your name and email address and episode one of the engagement starter kit bonus series will be on the way. That website again is allnew.wedding. I can't wait to talk soon.